Hello, everyone. I'm back. Thank you for the reprieve and putting up with it. I have one of my favorite people on the planet, Casey Stern, joining me because there's nothing going on in the NBA except for one individual named Kevin Durant. Sorry, folks. I know it's getting old, but what else are we going to talk about? We've got the Warriors schedule. I'll throw that out there as well. We should have some fun, though. This is Locked On Warriors. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get podcasts. You can follow Casey Stern host of unfiltered you can find that on youtube just search casey stern you will find it at casey stern if you're watching on youtube he is showing you the way and you can follow me cyrus is on twitter at dog surf rocho casey can you summarize you you posted on twitter yesterday a beautiful rant i love amazing rants like that but can you summarize or maybe expand on what you said yesterday in regards to your thoughts on kevin durant who reportedly supposedly is willing to retire or not uh if he doesn't get his way your thoughts yeah, well, and, and afterwards he tweeted, which we'll get to, we'll talk about, but he tweeted afterwards saying that he did not, and it's comical, like basically like, oh, you people are crazy, right? Like it came <laughs> out of nowhere. I always say this, and this is just not a cop-out. We don't know with these reports what's true and what's not. We, we don't, right? And I know this, like I have even heard times where I've been, you know, around, you know, either sport I cover, whether it's baseball or basketball, where I've heard something and I go ask somebody and they're like, no, I never said that. And then I, I kind of follow up and I'm like, wait, they didn't say that, right? <laughs> Kevin Durant's back of the baseball card reads like, a, like you know, 1-800-I-need-a-life coach. <laughs> so, you know, the idea that like, you know, he would say anything like this is easy to believe. Okay, let's just be fair, right? Here's where I am on Kevin Durant. He won with the Warriors where you can stay locked on right here and lock on my Twitter at Casey Stern because all of you should like me now. It's like cheap pops. I feel like Mick Foley. Um, but I, he won with the Warriors, okay? He didn't win with the Thunder. They, they won, but not the level he's supposed to. He went to the Warriors. He won. Then he left. He was hurt. He said, here, construct a team for me exactly in this manner. He was showing off his skills as an executive where he said the following. Here's how we're going to win. Give me Kyrie and James Harden. Any questions? It's like, remember those shirts? Like, this is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. Like, here's a guy who now is saying, which, by the way, I don't believe at all that he says, you know, it wasn't him that, that wanted Steve Nash, right? I mean, Warrior fans know this more than anybody because of their relationship. Kevin Durant was waxing poetic about how perfect that was. Please, yes, don't he was. tell me you weren't behind that because you were. Second right. of all, it's your ridiculous philosophy that has helped put all this together because you're the one who kept telling them you want Kyrie and James Harden and you were going to win with these guys. Right? Well, so just interrupt you real quick. Uh, was yeah, Harden, please. like, was that a KD thing? Like, he wanted James Harden? I don't remember that far back. Like, was that well, a, was that his gen his idea, his, uh, his, his was he the muse? It depends what you believe. I know this, okay. right? Let's look at the facts. Played with Harden, right? Then lost Harden. Um had already said there was a report out there were, and these were like multiple reports just a few weeks ago that one of the teams he'd go to would be Philadelphia because he wants to play with Harden again there right you go. so okay. now there you I'm go. like okay the best part is it's like they say insanity is doing something over and over again 
again and expecting different results. You just, do you really think it's going to work again? Like poor Joel Embiid, get this guy a therapist. If these two guys are over there, it's ridiculous. And like he, he wants to get traded with Kyrie. Kevin Durant's a pain in the ass. All right. At the end of the day, he is a complete pain in the ass. And I, I've said this before and I'll say this again. He's an upper level Hall of Fame talent. Upper echelon Hall of Fame talent. Agreed. He's not a winner. He's not. And, and I've made that argument from the get-go that to, to be the true top level, you know, the highest tier imaginable Hall of Famer superstar, you have to have that one intangible that most greats don't have, and that's the mental toughness. To be that alpha dog, to lead your team to glory. That's something Stephen Curry has. Kobe had it. LeBron sometimes has it. Jordan. Uh, Michael Jordan has it. Um, you know, Kevin Durant does not have that, clearly. Now, I'm going to play devil's advocate with you today, A, to make some great content, hopefully, and B, because I believe some of what I'm going to tell you. I don't disagree with anything you've said about Kevin Durant. I think he is uh, not easy to work with. In time. Um, he, is, he is an idealist who, um, every time his ideals aren't met, he whines like a petulant child and expects people to just, you know, cater to his whim. Uh, I, don't, I don't deny any of that. Uh, the, where I don't, I, where I'm not taking sides with the Brooklyn Nets is the fact that my guess is here, and this is my guess, but I, I believe this fervently is that they promised him verbally that him and Kate and Kyrie were going to be the decision makers for this whole thing, right? That they were going to have a say in all this and that they were going to be the Batman and Robin to whatever the Brooklyn Nets were going to become. Um, then they decided not to offer Kyrie an extension that clearly pissed off Kevin Durant. And in Kevin Durant's eyes, he's probably thinking, I signed this extension, this four-year deal, under the premise that Kyrie was going to be with me and that I would have a say in all of these personnel decisions, which is now not happening. Um, I'm guessing that's why he's pissed off at Sean Marks. I, I don't even know what the hell the Steve Nash thing is all about, besides the fact that Nash is, is not a good coach. No, he's uh, I've not, never but seen you could, but if Kevin Durant was a winner, he could win despite that. Sorry. True. That's true. No, that's fair. Uh, so, but my point is, is that I, I, I see Durant's side of this, which is that, look, you guys lied to me. You misled me. I know things aren't going the way we all wanted, but since they didn't, and since this is a train wreck, I want out. Um, do you, do you have any credence to that? Like, do you feel like Kevin Durant, based on the fact that he probably was misled, that he probably was verbally lied to? I mean, he's, I mean, who knows what really happened, but. Um, under that premise, do you side with Durant a little more? Or are you still just saying no, F you Durant? Well, here's why. Right? And you know I, I love Kyrie. And every, he's a special, <laughs> special human. Yes. You know, I enjoy Kyrie. I mean, really, if, if there was like, you know, pure joy, it's just watching everything Kyrie does. Now that oh. we've gotten that BS out of the way, we didn't know there would be a pandemic. We didn't know that right. there was going to be a vaccination situation where the man who thinks the earth is differently handled than everyone else was then going to stand on, you know, he had, he had no soapbox to stand on with being a winner of a 28 game team, right? 28 win season with the Cavaliers and then running or the Celtics who he left there. And I'll say what I've said on this podcast before LeBron would be still winning championships with Tatum and Jalen Brown facts. If he was on there instead of Kyrie. Okay. He would have taken those young kids. They'd still be together winning oh. championships. Imagine. Right. So You're right. Kyrie that was, is, let's be scary fair. thought. Scary but I thought. Think, right. And I'm curious your take on this. I, what I believe is that it wasn't a lie. It was then Kyrie showed who he is and I'm not going to play. I'm not here. I'm on, not on road trips. You can't lead a team. You know, it's like, I always admire like in Braveheart and like a lot of these great movies, 
Like, there's always like, okay, we got all these these guys that like when the arrows hit them, they're all gone. And then like the guys in the back. So I like Black Panther. Dude's out front. Like, I mean, when you're saying Wakanda, Fre- he right there, right? The pr- Kyrie, the yeah. if you want to lead a team, you got to be there with the team. Basketball, Mr. Hooper. All I do is hoop. I like to hoop. I'm a hooper. Where, where are you playing? NBA 2K? So that's the problem I have with it, that I think Kyrie's actions and his attitude surfaced, and the Nets got smart and said, we don't want any of this crap. That's not lying to KD. That's KD needs to wake up and think to himself because, and I'm, I'm really, really curious your take on this because, I mean, look, you know as what it is. They could build yes. a team around Kevin Durant without Kyrie, and Kevin Durant is LeBron-level good. He could carry that team to a title. He don't need Kyrie. If Kevin Durant had Andrew he, Wiggins and Poole and those guys, he could do what Steph Curry's doing, at least to get there, right? The numbers, Kevin Durant, the attention, the defense has got all that stuff. He don't need Kyrie for what? They don't need Kyrie. Me, do, do you think Kevin Durant is that good where he can still lead a team to a championship with with a if he's like the the marquee headliner of the team? To the playoffs, yes, I think. With a chance to win a championship, I think it depends who the other members are. I think if he had a cast of guys who were willing, look, if Clay Thompson was his two, right? And I don't just mean two guard, but like second, right? If, yes. if he's sitting there with a group that is willing to look, who's not acquiescing to Kevin Durant? He's a he's a cyborg, right? But he is also egotistical and has to trust that if I pass the ball or wherever I go, you know, problem passing to Clay Thompson, right? So yeah. who does he got? I think if you give Kevin Durant shooters, right, you line up shooters and give him some defense and some grit where he's not going to sit there and think like, hey, I don't, I don't even want to play my level of D because these guys can't hack it. Yeah. I, it doesn't mean it would be a guarantee, but he certainly <laughs> could be a number one option. The problem is Kyrie is like, you know, it's like making a great pasta sauce and it's like just ready. And you're like, I don't know if I need a pinch more of salt. Does it need a little more garlic? And then somebody brings over like anchovies and dumps them in there. I mean, honestly, Kyrie is, I hate using cancer in the clubhouse because it's way more serious, but whatever the second thing is you could power rank beyond cancer, that's what he is in any locker room. He's a joke. Yeah, he's a COVID. He's a COVID for he any locker room. <laughs> I don't, I have no disagreement with you. I think Kevin, I think Kyrie Irving is, uh, you know, he's, he's uh, repulsive. Um, I don't like what he stands for. Everyone who knows him personally says he's like a nice guy and that's great. But he has so much influence, and he uses that influence to just espouse misinformation, pure ignorance. I can't, I can't stand him. And even James Harden couldn't stand him because of that one incident with the sage burning sage in a locker room. That was just mind blowing to me hearing stuff like that. Um, remember the line, when, not to drive, but just remember too. In the NBA, more than in baseball, where I work, when you work in basketball, well, there's more lying because I got shoe deal. I'm tied to all these other players, so nobody that's tied to anything yes. having to do with his shoes is going to say anything bad. Doesn't mean behind the scenes they're not saying what an idiot, right? But you can't, there's so many other things outside of just your team, right? With the agencies and the way that it's just a different, it's a different animal with the way these guys are branded off the court. Yes. That I'm telling you, I if you put a confessional, a lot of real like one of those reality shows where they mask the voice and like you can't see, I think you'd have a lot of dudes being like, this guy is a real pain in the ass. <laughs> no, you're right. Imagine what they're thinking when he doesn't play. And he's sitting there and, and, you know, expounding like he's Freud or giving you the philosophies of Kyrie. Like, who's reading that book? No one. <laughs> when we come back, uh, we're going to talk more about this. There, there's a lot to discuss here. Um, and we'll, we'll obviously tie in the Warriors with this. But first, 
I got to talk about a longtime sponsor of this program, Built Bars, who were clutch for me. I just got back from a five-state road trip uh, going through the Pacific Northwest, and sometimes you're in the middle of nowhere. I was literally surrounded by nothing, and I was hungry, and I needed something to eat, and Built Bar came through for me. These are protein bars packed with protein, yet light on sugar. On average, they, they uh, your average Built Bar has 17 grams of protein, yet only four grams of sugar, whereas your average candy bar which is all they sold in most of these random gas stations I went to, has on average 20 to 32 grams of sugar. Folks, sugar is awful for you. And Built Bars on average have just 160 calories per bar. They make you feel full with all that protein. And the protein is really good for you. It's collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and it provides a ton of health benefits. If you want your Built Bars, you can order a mixed bag, you can pick a flavor you love. I'm all about granola. Just go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCK15, and get 15% off your order. Again, the promo code is LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. For your second listen, get up to date on the latest news and rumors in the NBA in just 30 minutes every day with Locked On NBA. Locked On NBA, your daily NBA update in just 30 minutes. You can follow Casey Stern on Twitter at Casey Stern and, and watch his, his podcast and YouTube show Unfiltered. Just search Casey Stern wherever you get podcasts or if you're on YouTube. My thing and with you, want you to get locked I, on Kyrie, just bang your head against the wall 40 times. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Can you imagine sky. that? And then dribble a basketball. That would either be the lowest rated show on the Lockdown Network or the highest. One or well, the other. You never because... show up. I mean, it would be. It would be <laughs> I mean, you and I could we could vie for replacement host, and it would give us another gig because he ain't ever gonna go. <laughs> I'm I'm 100 with you on the Kyrie stuff. <laughs> Excuse me, you just got me laughing harder. Uh, I also don't like Sean Marks that much anymore though either. I think he's incredibly overrated. I look at his body of work and I see I'm just like meh. At best, you know, I, you I know don't. Who was great? Kenny Atkinson. Who they let go? Yes, and and so my point is, is that maybe look, why not? Why, if you're gonna keep KD, or if you're gonna continue this ridiculous stance with the trade request that you're you're putting out there, I mean, there's now two confirmed reports that the that Sean Marks went to the Timberwolves, asked for Anthony Edwards, and asked for Carl Anthony Towns, and four first round picks. It is now confirmed he went to he uh, approached the Celtics and asked for both Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and draft picks. These are asinine requests. I mean, I, I would hang up the phone immediately if someone but, called me with that kind of ridiculous question. Sorry, so yeah. let me ask you: Wouldn't you do that? Don't you think the end game is because? And I'm curious. Look, we don't know, but I'm curious what your thought is on this. And for those of you who are uh, locked on. Um, while you're chewing your built bars um, at Casey Stern on Twitter, I'm, I'm getting cheap pop my way to like at least a hundred new followers during just the course of this direct messaging you down here. You accept direct messages. Oh, accept direct messages. I mean, honestly, I mean like I only get food like today if you tweet me and if you follow, so you don't want me to eat a built bar. What's wrong with you people? Now listen, let me ask you this. So seriously, yeah. Do you not think that the Nets end game is because this is what I see. This is the standoff I see. OK, from where we sit, the Nets position is he planned for us. We're going to offer these crazy trades because we would take them. Right. OK, 
but he's going to play for us because he's not Kyrie, and he does want to hoop, and that we do know about Kevin Durant, and he's going to play. He cares about his legacy. He's way too insecure over his stats. I got him the best. He's going to play. Kevin Durant's stance is, I'm going to do everything in my power to make you take a crappy deal because you want me gone and or don't think I'm going to play there. Do you see it any other way than that? That's why the Nets offers, to me, and I'm curious your opinion on this, like, that's why, to me, the offers are so crazy because they know he's not Kyrie. Kevin Durant's going to play. And Kevin yeah. Durant knows that if they don't get rid of me, I'm going to play. So I got to make them think I'm going to retire. I got to mm-hmm. make them hate me to get rid of me. Do you see it in a different it. way than that? If I, well, no, no, you're right. If I'm Ke- if I'm Kevin Durant, though, I understand why he's doing that if you really want to get out of there so bad. Um, I, my issue with Sean Marks is I feel like he is now Dork Elvis 2.0. He's someone who, if he's going to make a trade with – in other words – if you're on the other end of that phone with Sean Marks, I think every GM in the NBA now knows I'm not going to get a fair deal out of this. So why am I going to even bother with this guy who thinks he's smarter than me, who's coming at, me, coming at me with outrageous trade proposals that are incredibly one-sided? And I think Durant is seeing that too. I think what Durant sees is Marks making these outrageous trades. The intent of it, again, either it's his ego and he thinks he can get these kind of packages or he's trying to scare teams off intentionally so that Durant stays, Right. Regardless, if you're Durant, you can't be happy with that. Like, you cannot be happy with being in a position where I want out. I I know, but again, going back to the premise at the beginning of the show, he signed that under the guise that they were going to have Kyrie alongside him and he was going to be able to. What is Kyrie Jiminy Cricket? Like, what is Kyrie? Look, 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 look. look. You're right about all that stuff. Okay. Like, you're right about all that stuff. I'm just putting myself in Kevin Durant's shoes and just trying to see this from his perspective. It is interesting, by the way, as well. Kevin Durant has now called into question the credibility of not one, but two fairly prominent reporters. Uh, A few years back, I'm going to get Ethan Strauss on the program soon because he had that rather infamous press conference interaction with them. And then now I believe uh, Brian Windhorst, a.k.a. Windy, uh, was the the person who reported that Durant would potentially retire. Um, I'm sorry, KD. I'm going to take the word of the journalists over you. (laughs) <laughs> Kevin Durant, but sorry, here's the thing. Kevin Durant, right? Everything's human element. We think athletes are different. All the situations are like situations we've had in our life. They're very different at a much higher magnified level. But this is what happened, right? And I'm dealing with him in baseball. With, he got ringworm, right? That's crazy, I get some cluster ball. I mean, what a jackass, right? He is such a... Yeah. People, when they get caught, then all the sudden want to retract that it ever happened kevin durant definitely in my opinion did all of this behind the scenes to get the nets get me the hell out of here right never thought it would get out and he never thought it would be tired that people would believe right now he looks more insecure than even he normally does with his 17 extra burner accounts so now he's got to retract it that's the way i saw it it's like you know when people uh say like, you look guilty when you defend yourself harder about somebody. It really would roll off you if you didn't do it, right? It wouldn't bother you. True. Kevin Durant true. jumping out on Twitter the way he did and saying it's comical tells you it's true. No, you're that's, absolutely that's right, man. You're absolutely right. Look, but the bottom line is this. Kevin Durant is a total ass. Um, Kyrie oh. Irving is exponentially bigger. Worse. But, but but Kevin Durant is a total ass. The fact and, – and, again, this is where I look at the Nets, and I'm like, you asked for this. You literally gave everything up to get Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving on your team. And then you also brought in James Harden. These are like the three biggest head cases in the whole game. You asked 
for this. This is why, like, I look at Sean Marks and I'm thinking, you're you you're an ass too. Like, you you put this whole ridiculous, horrible mess together. Uh, I don't I don't know where where Steve Nash fits in all this. I think he's just sitting around, you know, doing his own yeah. thing. But I don't think he cares. But he was Durant's choice. I mean, that's the and crazy he was, part. He was Durant. Yes. Durant sold his ass out and said, I didn't even want him. That's how badly he wants out of Brooklyn and or like just wants to go play with his friends. And look, the other part of this, and we talked about this, you know, a few weeks ago here, and I, I've said this many times. Here's where Katie, this is why I can't, I'm not going to feel bad for him at all. He's gone to the Nets, right? Before we got to like, you know, now we're like deaf cut, we're like really past it, right? He went to the Nets, trade me to Miami, but you, no, 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 you don't understand. Like you can't, you're not allowed to get Bam in the deal. Because I got to play with him. Are you serious? Who the hell are you? Be like, Chris Rock, who is you? Like, seriously, right? But you see where I'm coming from. It's like, I do. I get I do. now, because I, I understand your point. But to me, all of that stuff, maybe you would have gotten traded to Miami. Look, Bam Adebayo and Tyler Hero and some draft picks is not worth Kevin Durant. But you might have had a deal that could work around that. You yeah. can't tell them you can't trade Bam in the deal because I got to play with him. What the hell am I doing the deal for? They, he wanted them to deal for Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson and Correct. some draft picks. I'm sorry. Like, I don't care what the Nets did here. You can't do that. But to me, that, right, that makes it worse. It makes it worse. Like, he, he wants – he'll go to the Pelicans, he's willing, if I can play with Brandon Ingram. You call the Pelicans – who do you want? Like, who do you want me to trade for exactly? You want me to go down the benches of these teams? That's the problem I have. That's the problem Where's I have. There's a lot of problems here. I, I, I do you have a do you have any skin in this game? Like, are the Nets your team? No, I'm a Nick fan. Oh, there you go. Okay, so so you so can care less. I what have happens. a skin in the therapy game and in the disappointment game, and in the I really won't even be able to pay for my therapist if you don't at Casey Stern and join me and become a new follower today. <laughs> and unfiltered and watch. Yes, and, unfiltered. And, and, Hashtag unfiltered. Just look for the ones that are in caps because I'm a complete jackass and I write unfiltered in caps to separate from the 17 other podcasts named unfiltered. <laughs> You know, it's funny. I did randomly search the other day. I'm like, I want to check out. Let's see who's, who's had on lately. And I searched and filtered, and you're right. There's like, yours didn't even come up on the first page. I was like, yeah, God, I'm the best. <laughs> 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 but uh, no, but I, I guess, so what is the end game here? Like what? Okay. Log, okay. Here's what I feel logically the Nets need to do. And I love how this is locked on Warriors. We barely mentioned the Warriors once. We're, we're I will locked say this, on KD. You're with the locked side on of Kyrie, KD today. Which is basically how, a meal that'll send you to hell. Seriously. That, <laughs> I mean, on one hand, thank you, KD, for the content. On the other hand, I'm sorry, everyone watching today, expecting Warriors content. This is what's going on. There is a tie into the Warriors, though. First of all, now that KD's, now that the Let's have lost some leverage here, um, do is do you see a trade? Because I still stand by this firmly that Joe Lacob did really want Kevin Durant. That is his baby. He never wanted him to leave the Warriors in the first place. So if there was a reasonable offer, and when I say reasonable, I mean Wiggins, uh, Jordan Poole, yeah, two first round picks. Wiggins and Poole to start. Got yeah, it, well, that, but but it, but also ends there. Like if it ends there and you throw in two first round picks, are the Nets still going like hell no to that? You or can't. I mean. But you can't, like, you have to, like, and I know, and, and I don't mean you, I you know, and I don't want to. You can't mean me. Now, now it's seven of the followers I just added are already in the middle. It's the first time ever in the middle of an interview. They followed and unfollowed the same person in the same conversation. <laughs> I know you won't, but a lot of fans <laughs> want to sell their 
like TV that still is an antenna to go like at their garage sale for the price of an HD television. They think like, because the trade only works for what I'm getting. Don't you see how it works for us? <laughs> if I'm the other side and I'm giving you Kevin Durant, who I know, I don't care how pissed off he is, is going to play for me, right? And I know I could trade him at the deadline next year if I still want to, right? Mm. I could have trade him at the end of the year if I still want to, right? Based on if I still have him in the contract. I can't trade him for Wiggins and Poole and a couple of kids that I don't even know who they are yet or exist because now my franchise is even in the Eastern Conference. Where am I? Andrew Wiggins is going to be what? Then Kyrie's gone because if we get rid of Durant, I mean, Kyrie's going to anyway at the end of the year, right? So now I got, I got what? Now I have all supporting cast members. I have to have one dude in the deal. Like, that's why, like, to me, Bam and Tyler Hero, like, I think I love Bam. Like, I love why I'm not a Heat fan, but I love watching the dude play. I think he could be a bigger force for other teams than he even is. Like, I don't even think he knows how good he is. He's one of the best passing big men we've ever seen at his size to do what he does, right? Tyler Hero's a dude who can bring some tickets in the building the way he plays. Even there, you don't have a guy. That's why it's like, okay, if New Orleans were, okay, you're telling me like Ingram? Okay, now I got somebody I could sell as yeah. a guy. I need a guy. Wiggins was that guy when he wasn't that guy in Minnesota, right? <laughs> he's not that guy now. Now he's a good guy. That's the, don't you think? Like, put yourself in the shoes of Sean Marks or anybody with the Nets. If I'm going to give you Durant, I can't give you Durant. I have to trade him to you. And I need one name that my fans could be like, okay, it's not Kevin Durant. But I'll go watch that guy play. I love it. I love what Andrew Wiggins has done. You and I both know. We've seen what he's looked like when it's his team. That's not a dude. It's just not. It's just That's not, not John Morant. Like it's and it's not happening. But you know what I'm saying? Like John, like that level. Totally get it. You need. There's got to be a guy in the deal. Has to. be. Well, if I'm if I'm if I'm a, if I'm Bob Myers, I'm selling this deal as Jordan Poole is your future guy. I guess the I guess the bottom line for for Sean Marks and why I I don't think he's going to make the right decision here is that if you're going to trade Kevin Durant, I don't think you're going to win the trade. If you're trying to aim for a guy, I think if you're the nets, the only real feasible option here is to blow it up. But uh, if you're going to, if you want to, you know, if you're trying to appease the fans and you want to get a star in the process, you're never, you're just not going to win that trade. You're not going to win. There's, I don't think there's anything out there. Like who are the Sixers going to offer back? Who are the Celtics? You know, Jalen Brown, I like you know, Jalen Brown. I mean, I like he, him. I like he's him a lot. A guy, he's just not a dude. Like he's like you know. Now that we like announcing tears that have no def- definitions, but like <laughs> you know, look if if Kyrie's on your team still, which you're stuck with, and he actually is playing every game, and you have Jalen Brown, and you tell me that like you know Marcus Smart comes in the deal right to play next to Kyrie right in the, yeah. in the kind of like you know be like his you know or Kevin Durant wants Marcus Smart reference on this yes, podcast Durant wants Durant wants Marcus Smart so yeah, right. that's the problem we that's have to listen to him you can't, we have to make him happy this we have to make him happy like like I never heard of anything like this Michael Jordan won with Luke Longley Will Perdue correct like Bison correct. Daley BJ Armstrong correct John Paxson like do you know who these guys were Amon Shumpert and J.R. Smith were jokes for the Knicks and went to LeBron. That's what winners do. I don't care that Kyle Korver missed a shot in the corner. I'm a LeBron apologist in terms of, like, people forget what he is now in his career. We'll never truly respect how that dude was a, is a dude, right? <laughs> Who's Kevin Durant made better? Give me one player during his time with the Warriors even. Give me one player that wasn't because of Kerr, the culture, or Steph Curry. That, like, oh, Kevin There's Durant none. made him better. There's none, There's but no but one. Casey, I, 
I think most of the league also sees that, and that's why the Nets are never going to get back what they want for Durant. He's he's he is an enigma in the sense that you're right. He's this top tier Hall of Famer, one of the greatest scorers ever. You know, he's a, a freaking unicorn in terms of being seven feet yet playing like a guard. But he does not have the mental capability to lead a team or do the things, those intangibles that you mentioned, making people around him better. Uh, you know, he doesn't do that. That's not what you're going to get with Kevin Durant. So he's a weird player who is probably realistically going to be his perfect fit will be as a second best player. Um, but that's just never going to happen. With it. The Nets just aren't going to win. I would have moved him to the Lakers. I would have moved Kyrie instead. And I would have moved Kyrie in a, in a Westbrook deal. Because I would have said to KD, hey, look, you know, we've seen Dwayne Wade return to Miami after, like, no, I'm being serious. I know you are. I know you are. Because they're, they so both funny, would be though. tied there, right? Yeah. But you get a ton of picks with it, right? And you alleviate bad money in the deal. You basically make everything outside of Westbrook set you up for the next offseason. And you give KD the sale that Westbrook played with you and vice versa better than that's, that's your best combo you've ever had. In terms of playing with a guy, it's the best right. he's ever had. And we're going to have all this money and cap space and all these picks in the offseason now coming up and spend the whole year basically selling yourselves to go add whoever the hell you want and we'll go get him for you in the offseason. And then you'll still, if you're Katie, have three more shots. And try and right the wrong you made in, in Oklahoma City. That's yeah. the sale I would have made. And, and try and alleviate all the – bring all the cap space, get a ton of picks – and then give Durant and Westbrook a year to get back on the page that, look, they were on, on the court, and then go pick your team. We're going to have all this cap space. We'll have all these kids. We'll make these draft picks. You got a year of this, years we got left, and we're stuck with Westbrook too, right? But go, go now go pick your team. And it's not a great scenario, but I really think in this, it's the best-case scenario because I still – look, I don't know about you. Based on what I've seen from Kyrie the last year and a half – I think Durant and Westbrook on the Nets win more games than Durant and Kyrie. Yes, no doubt. No doubt in my mind. Uh, it, it, two final things I know you got to run. Uh, one is, in your opinion, what's going to happen here? Like, like what's your take your best guess? What do you think is going to happen? Is Kevin Katie Durant plays with be... the Nets this season? Yeah, okay. That, that seems At least to, to start the sense. year, at least till the deadline. Yeah. What a mess, man. Just going to be a mess. mess. It's going to be a disaster. Steve Nash, by the way. I mean, you know, poor guy, whether he's a great coach or not. You want to talk about seeking therapy. These, <laughs> this guy doesn't like you anymore or just you basically threw you under the bus. Kyrie is a pain in the ass. <laughs> Your team's not good enough. And every day is going to be about how they don't want to be there. I mean, what a mess that's going to be. But that's uh, – let me turn it to you. What do you think? Is it, if I we agree. Like a pie of probabilities, isn't that the most probable thing? Right that now? is the most probable, just because again, Sean Marks. I don't think he's going to just trade him for for anything. He's, it's it's he uh, though. He yeah, I, I mean, I say yes and no, only in the sense you're right. You shouldn't just give him away for nothing. I mean, he's your, he's your most valuable asset, but at the same time, live in reality, be pragmatic, and understand that you're not going to get back what you expect. But what deal? So, can I ask you? And I got a couple more minutes. What? Because I'm curious. What? What yeah. deal? What of all the reported like machinations, like what what do you think if you're the Nets is the best matchup to get the most for him? Is it Celtics. the Jalen Brown package with yeah, the Celtics? Yeah, yeah. That's what I would go with. Yeah, I would go with Celtics uh, or the Warriors. But but apparently Marks isn't high. You try and get Kyrie to thing. play with Jalen Brown, and then maybe if Kyrie turns it around, oh. extend him. Like I mean, what do you try? Like because then it's like you you got Kyrie. Like that it's like that's the problem. I would move Kyrie, and I would because here's the thing: they could trade. Like, think about this last point. They could trade Kyrie. You already have KD pissed off, and he hates everyone. 
What is he going to do? Hate it more, right? But you could trade Kyrie, force KD to live in a world without Kyrie, bring a, some kind of a package back, and then sit KD down and make him get stuck there, but try and sell him on, it's your team now. You don't have a tag team member. It's yours. Here are options. Let's sit down. What could we do? What other trades could we make? I would force KD to live in a world without Kyrie mm. and see if maybe you could sell him on, hey, here's your chance to prove you're the man. Go average only, 40 a game. The only problem with everything you said, the only one problem, I like it, but who's going who's gonna to trade for Kyrie? No well, one wants trade, him. You got to get Westbrook. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's, that's it. I think that's it. And even then, like you, you're, you're, the Lakers are making crazy demands themselves. I just, I, I'm very curious to see a year from now what happens with Kyrie because some team might take a gamble on him, like the Magic. Some team desperate, right? They might give him one year deal, some big deal. But uh, I'm very curious to see what happens a year from now. I think because... the Knicks would be interesting. It just never, oh. it never developed. I think Kevin Durant would be. Now look, I think he may fail miserably in New York, miserably. But I think Thibodeau's the right coach for him. Again, yes. I think Thibodeau's the right coach for him. I think you, you could sell KD clearly on the stage because he thinks he's a hero. And you've got now the Brunsons and you've got winner types. I, I happen to really like R.J. Barrett. I think you know it's, it's, it's not a downfall to be a guy who's going to be a really, really good player for a long time. That's a good yeah. thing to say about players. And that's what he's going to be, a really, really good player. You're confident. You a lot of center, confident. If they could have centered a deal around Barrett, and you've got Julius Randle and Brunson and Durant and what they have, and New York and that stage, that to me is the one that really would have been kind of interesting. It still could, right? I mean, well, I, I, I don't. I'm not as high on RJ Barrett as, as a lot of people are. And no. A lot of people are. He's very a really high good player. He's a really. He's a. He's a really good player. That's what he. But is. if I mean, if the Knicks offer that, I, I hope the Nets listen because that would actually make some sense. Like it's that Nets Knicks, and Knicks roster, and then it's like you know you got to give the you know you got to have Kevin Durant playing at the Garden as a, like a, the Nets organization. I, I don't know, I don't know if they care about that stuff, but the optics aren't good. Right. Oh, the Nets, the, I'm sure, do care. I'm sure they do care. Oh my God. Yeah. Would, a, how much would you love to see Kyrie against KD? In I mean, like Nick, Casey, Nets, you know this. Oh, please. Yeah, you know, but you know the behind the scenes as well as anyone. Like, the, the, every one of these GMs, owners have the biggest, fattest egos. I do. I, there's just no chance that'll ever happen. The there's Knicks no will chance. Have Donovan like, Mitchell before the season starts. That, that, that I buy. Uh, just to end this on a Warriors note, uh, the Warriors schedule came out and two dates that seem to be prominent. One is. Uh, opening night, the Warriors, I believe, are going to be hosting uh, the Lakers, a team that is so freaking overrated. I'm looking at those over-unders for wins, for example, and all I'm thinking is bet the under. I mean, that, that seems like such an easy bet. Uh, in fact, I might actually do that, courtesy of our longtime sponsor, Bet Online. Um, but the Warriors and Lakers are going to be playing opening night. This is going to be a ring ceremony. Uh, with that said, the Warriors have typically lost these, these kinds of games just because they're so excited about the ring. LeBron apparently is it really is close friends with most of the Warriors players, as evident by Draymond Green's wedding photos um, and, and just the, the clutch thing with Draymond in general. Um, so any Which thoughts, weak, on by the way, that's weak. Oh, on LeBron's that? take. That's weak. If I'm LeBron, what is? from a LeBron standpoint, that's weak. They, they kept beating your ass constantly. Yeah, like, it is. I mean, seriously, you, you got to love on like from a, not from the Warriors standpoint. What do they care? I know but from the LeBron? Standpoint, that's weak. I 100% follow. That is ab you're absolutely right. LeBron is just weird to me, man. I, I, anyway, so so that's opening night. And then Christmas Day, uh, my buddy John Zimmerman, who was, I was visiting in Missoula, Montana, um, I don't want to hype that place up too much because it is that awesome, but I had fun there, man. They have casinos literally just everywhere. I, it's like mini Vegas sort of. And my buddy John Zimmerman puts a bet down. He thinks the Grizzlies are going to beat the Warriors on Christmas Day. 
I wholeheartedly disagree simply because the Warriors are very cognizant of that game. There was a lot of trash talking a month or two ago between Draymond and John Morant. Um, you know, the, the Grizzlies are just this, uh, you know, bash, borderline, arrogant, cocky team that just runs their mouth endlessly. Jaron Jackson Jr. will not play in that game. Uh, any thoughts on those two, just to finish it up, since well, we want to talk about the Warriors. from the opener standpoint, I'm with you on the Lakers. Old and don't mesh together and clearly don't seem to like each other, and those are all not good things, right? <laughs> and, and, you know, you, let's work in new coaching and, like, hey, he'll just make it work. Not going to happen. Um, so, you know, who knows what happens on a given night, right? But yeah, I'm not buying the Lakers. The thing I would say about Memphis is I bet you a lot of people are betting them in that game because they know that the Grizzlies – are Bolton boarding the, that moment and everything that transpired. And the Warriors won another championship and have higher aspirations than just beating the Grizzlies. Yes. And sometimes that will net gain you a Memphis win in a situation like that because that's their True. game seven. I'm not saying that I agree because I'm with you. I don't think they'll win that game, but I bet you that's the psyche behind it. Yes. I will say this, though. Like, let's, let's cleanse our palates. After all the Kyrie and Kevin Durant stuff, I love John Morant. Like, like I give me John Morant all day. Like I can John Morant anything like I like brash, cocky, Ari, whatever. But that dude is can play. He's yes, tough. He I mean, even Draymond has been complimentary. Like he's like he is he's an unbelievable stock right now in terms of we're watching a guy who I think is going to be a top five player in this league at some point that you and I talk about three, four years down the road. He's that good. That good. If if there's one huge if with John Morant, I agree with everything you said there. But I also could see the Derrick Rose path. That the man is just throws his body around like yeah, a rag doll sometimes. Yeah. What's up? Yes. He's nice. reckless. He's, he's reckless. And if he wants to play this the long game here, you got to stop like flying 10 feet in the air because the landing is what screws you up, man. That's what it, it, that eats up your knees over time. Um, so if he stays healthy, 100% agree. Dude. The guy's a freak of nature when it comes to talent. I mean, my God. Um, and if he stays healthy, yeah, agreed. Uh, anything you want to promote, Casey? You're Montana on Twitter and eats built bars. You gotta stop, man. You're making me laugh. Uh, you can follow Casey Stern at Casey Stern. Uh, you got Unfiltered, the podcast, the YouTube show. What else are we doing here, man? Yeah, you accept DMs. DMs caps. are open. Follow, follow, look for Unfiltered and Caps. Follow me yeah. at Casey Stern. Uh, DM me. Um, somebody just a birdie told me it wasn't Cyrus because he wouldn't talk about this stuff. We're professionals. Told me there's a lot of very attractive women in Montana that apparently need friends. I I am am big on friendship. Um, so at Casey Stern, hop on board and uh, yeah, and, and you know I'm sure like we'll be back uh, together again for our monthly conversation about how can Kyrie and Kevin Durant piss us off now because is this not going to end? And I hope they play together, and I'm rooting for, like, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria like in Ghostbusters. I, I hope it's a mess. There you go, folks. Thank you for uh, for the, the 37 minutes of KD talk and two minutes of Warriors talk. Casey, I love you, brother. Uh, again, you can follow him one more time. Ladies, DMs are open, at Casey Stern. Uh, thank you. Thanks, everyone.